welcome to this inspiring message brought to you by Kingsword Media Outreach, a part of Kingsword Ministries International. We hope this teaching inspires you and transforms you into all that God has destined you to be. Please stay tuned for more information about Kingsword Ministries International following this message. May God bless you as you listen. of God earlier in the month um, where career is concerned and as I spend time with God in prayer I feel a burden in the spirit to to speak in this light and also to pray in this light where career is concerned and also while we pray to guide you in some ways where your career is concerned not just by prayer but by instructions and by action plans and things to do where that is concerned where that is concerned thank you father every time you know that your life has a value to offer that your life has something to offer every time you come into that understanding that you carry value every time you have that experience that there is something I have to offer my world and that thing you have to offer your world um society cannot relate with that value it almost becomes useless in that sense it's what I call nuisance value nuisance value one of my mentor will call it the it's an entity's contribution to the degradation and the decadence of society is what an entity contributes to the underdevelopment of society. It's contributing something, but it's constituting nuisance. And that's the, that's the direction of um, things that you find when you find all these young boys into um, fraud and scam and all those things. They're adding a nuisance value to society. So you find someone who tells you that um, what he wants to do 
is his life's goal at the moment is that he wants to um, uh, drive a Mercedes or he wants to um, have a big car or live in a big house. Those things in themselves are not wrong, but when they don't contribute um, positive value to society, then there's a problem. There's a problem. But as believers, we carry something that has spiritual significance. And we now take it to the other extreme where what we carry as believers is having no impact in society. So we pride ourselves a whole lot with our ability to speak in tongues, our ability to pray, our ability to fast, our ability to um, wait on God and to preach and to teach and to evangelize. We pride ourselves in those things. But society doesn't understand um, that expression because um, we've not translated that spirituality to to something that they can understand and that also becomes a problem so we see one extreme where people are, are getting access to wealth and other things for a wrong reason and then you see another extreme where believers carry the presence and the power of God but they're not doing anything in a society with that anointing and then there is a problem. So there is a balance to it. Each time I, whenever I, I, I talk about career and business and workplace and wealth and things like that, there's always a tendency. I try to balance it in such a way that people don't, don't go to one extreme. Say, okay, you know what? Let me leave all my spirituality now. Let me face work. Or when I talk about work, you say, let me leave um, work. Or I talk about spirituality, you say, let me leave um, work and face spirituality. No, there's a balance to it. There's a balance to it. One reason you have the Holy Spirit in your life as a believer is um, the ability to discern times and seasons faster than fact can deliver. Fact can deliver. All right? Um, and the Holy Spirit, the Bible calls him the spirit of truth. All right? So truth in that sense is, is a positive reality beyond the fact. Um, so that's why Jesus said, I will send you the Holy Spirit who will teach you all things and bring you into truth. Alright? So he will bring you into truth. He will guide you into all truth. Into all truth. So truth is a positive reality beyond fact. So the reason we have the Holy Ghost is so that we come into truth beyond fact. We're not going to rely on fact alone. We will come into truth. We will come into truth. Turn your Bibles with me to Isaiah chapter 33 and verse 6. Isaiah 33 and 6. It says, Wisdom and knowledge will be the stability of your times and the strength of salvation. The fear of the Lord is his treasure. So when times become unstable, wisdom becomes the strength 
by which salvation comes. So when they are on stable times, wisdom becomes the strength by which salvation comes. And this wisdom is doesn't just reside in the spirit. All right? We access the wisdom in the spirit, but it makes sense or it makes relevance in the natural. It makes relevance in the natural. So we're not just um, in the presence of God seeking and accessing wisdom and, um, and it just stays there in the place of the spirit. No. The wisdom that we access has relevance in society, has relevance in, um, in the natural. So wisdom and knowledge will be the stability of your times and the strength of salvation, the fear of the Lord is his treasure. So I find out that when there is chaos and things are not together in society, things are not together in an environment, to stabilize that time and that season, wisdom is necessary. To stabilize that period, wisdom is necessary. And when wisdom comes into play, it puts into perspective everything. So it means, it tells me that when chaos or disorder is in a system, God expects those who carry the Holy Ghost to access wisdom to bring stability in that time and in that place. Is someone getting me? So, when it comes to your career and you want to access wisdom where your career is concerned, it means that God is setting you up to bring order into a system. God is setting you up to bring um, calmness, peace, arrangement, order into a system. And by doing so, you are delivering truth beyond fact. Alright? So, you are, the reason you are getting the job is not because you want to ride a Mercedes, but you are delivering truth from the Holy Ghost that is bound with purpose. So, your, your delivery in the, in the place of the spirit is targeting a purpose that has to come from God. That has to come from God. So in that space, God recognizes um, or God puts you in a position where you can, um, you can ask him whatever it is you want to ask him where your job is concerned or where your career is concerned and then he will deliver. So he says in James, he said, you ask not and you do not have because you ask amiss to consume it on your own lust. On your own lust. On your own lust. Anytime I find myself in a place where um, I feel I need more from God and I'm not getting more, I spend time to check my motives I spend time to check my the reason I want the thing that I want and the moment I do that at the end of the day I find I find a place in the spirit where I realize that when I stay consecrated and look to his purpose alone 
I can actually access the wisdom I need for that part in career. I can access the wisdom and I get into that part. I get into that part. Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 12. For though by this 12 to 14 I'll read. Say for though by this time you ought to be teachers. You need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God. And you have come to need milk and not solid food. For everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness. For he is a babe. But solid food belongs to those who are of full age. That is those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. It's amazing it didn't say that have their spirit exercised but said have their senses exercised and it is by reason of use so the part we read in Isaiah 33 that says that wisdom and knowledge will be the stability of your times and the strength of salvation so here he's saying that strong food belongs to those who are full age those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. So it means that um, whether I am born again or not, I can have my senses exercised to be able to interpret divinity at a level. I'll say that again. Whether or not I am born again, by reason of use, my senses can develop to a point where I can interpret divinity at a level. That is the justification for unbelievers who are excelling in the workplace. Because they have their senses exercised by reason of use. And they can discern times and seasons at a level. I know they don't have the Holy Ghost. They don't need to have the Holy Ghost. The, the, remember I said the, the Holy Ghost that you have is to help you discern faster. Not to discern. To discern faster. So we cannot take away the faster out of the equation because they don't have the Holy Ghost. It may take them a while, but they will descend by reason of use. It may take them a while, but they will descend. So we pride ourselves in the fact that we have the Holy Ghost, yet we are not fast about it. We can't descend faster. We can't descend times and seasons faster. We can't. So these set of people their senses are exercised. They can discern both good and evil. They can access, because good and evil is a type of divinity. So they can access the divine at a level. And when they access that divine, they begin to deliver product and services that you and I will pay for. They deliver those products and services. 
and then we pay for it. But there is a wisdom. There is a wisdom. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, from verse 4, it says, And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith shall not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. So there is a wisdom of men and then there is the power of God. Because we have the power of God does not take away the wisdom of men. But what he's saying is that as believers, your faith, your anchor should never be on the wisdom of men. Rather, it should dwell and rest on the power of God. Now, go to verse 6. It says, However, we speak wisdom among those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age, who are coming to nothing, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory. So simple put, that these people can understand this wisdom because they are mature. So it's not like we don't speak that wisdom. We do, but we speak it among those who are mature. Who are those that are mature? Those who by reason of use have their senses exercised. That's why when you are in the board meeting, they don't understand Zekana Kutaba. They don't understand it. They understand the interpretation of that tongues you are speaking at a level. They understand it as um, marketing indices. They understand it in economic terms that when you apply this and apply this, and do this and do this. This is the outcome of the product. But you got it by the power of God. Your faith is not in the wisdom of men. But it's in the power of God. That's how you got it. So what you are getting by the spirit. You are talking to matured people. Who have their senses exercised. I feel terrible pain whenever I get to speak with believers and it just occurs to me that if I put this person in a board meeting this person cannot perform or if I put this person among CEOs or MDs you can't talk would you carry the Holy Ghost the Holy Ghost, see, church is, church is God's training camp. It's his training camp. His training camp for the marketplace, for outside. So when you come here and you get trained, 
and you go out there, you are meant to interpret the anointing that has come upon you out there. So if you have a dissatisfaction for nonchalancy, have a dissatisfaction for mediocrity, when you get out there, the Holy Ghost in you will begin to marshal that dissatisfaction to interpret products and services that can relate out there. Wisdom and knowledge will be the stability of your times. It's not the wisdom of men, but the wisdom of God. The power of God in demonstration such that you step out and then you... No, the, the, the underlining question a lot of the time is, okay, pastor, how do I start this thing? How do I get into the dictates of what you're talking about? This is, it, it's very simple, okay? So let's assume someone starting from zero, fresh out of school, nothing, just starting from zero. And is trying to build a career path. I said before that the things that God will give to you is not money in the first place. He will give you people who will give you a relationship, give you character, give you trust and things like that so that you can transact with it. So when you begin to transact with all those things, alright? Jesus said something. He said, look at the birds of the air. They neither toil. Look at the fishes. They neither, you know, they don't do anything. But your heaven father clothes them. He said, are you not more of much value than they? So it means that what I carry has value more than the birds of the air or the fishes of the sea. What I carry has more relevance. Alright? So, what they cannot do, I can do. I told us the other time that there are three things that forms the essence of a human being. The human being can love, can serve, and can give. There is no other entity in the world that can do that. So that characterizes who you are as a human being. You can love, you can serve, and you can give. Without one day of work, you can survive. Without one day of work, you can survive. But you can never survive without one day of service. So what God is asking of you is not work in the first place. It's service. So as a human being, if I can love, if I can serve, and if I can give, I'm fine. What to eat, what to wear will not be a problem. Service is more than work. It's a, it's a different ball game entirely. When you devote yourself to the service of humanity, what to wear, what to eat, where to live is not a problem. It's not a problem. But what we find is that we find most people looking for work and not service. Looking for work and not service. What's the difference? Nelson Mandela wrote and said 
that your playing small does not serve the world. It didn't say work. It doesn't serve the world. So if I have value to give, then it means I have service to offer. And that service that I have to offer is enough to clothe me, to feed me, and to house me. I can't remember the man. You economics will know. The guy who drafted out the concept of, of salary. What's his name? I can't remember that guy. In economics. Is it Maislow or who? I can't remember his name now. That concept is a very faulty concept. But it's accepted and we're working with it. That the only thing that can motivate a human being is when after a period of time you pay him to work. It's a faulty concept but we've accepted it and we're running with it. But in the kingdom, it has nothing to do with work. It is service. So when I understand that I am here to serve and that my senses can be exercised to a point, to a level where I can begin to interpret divinity and that the Holy Ghost on me is an added advantage to help me to deliver faster, to descend faster times and season. Anywhere I find myself, I will maximize that experience. So probably God's, God starts you up and puts you up in a place and you're earning 10,000 naira a month. What he expects you to do from that place is with the Holy Ghost on you, you access wisdom on how to deliver excellence and diligence with that 10,000 naira. To such a point that from there, it now grows. It's the, when it's the, it's the, it's the spirit in you and the application of wisdom that allows you to grow from that place. Because at a point, there's a dissatisfaction that will come to your spirit. You cannot carry this Holy Ghost and remain there. You can't. Somehow, there will be a dissatisfaction inside of you. To provide service that will be valuable. There will be that dissatisfaction. It's just not possible. It's just not possible. So the anointing, the, a lot of people think that God only anoints people to preach. No. He anoints people for the workplace. He anoints people for politics. Anoint believers for businesses. And, and it's the anointing on you. It's the anointing. To get into a market, look at the market and know how to discern it. And when the Holy Ghost comes, you discern it faster. 
Look at, look at the system and know what's wrong. That's the Holy Ghost working through you. If, you, if we think that religion is the only explanation for God, we are wrong. Religion alone does not have the capacity to explain God. He's bigger than religion. So what we find is that God is looking for people to deliver concepts and ideas to. And the first place he comes to, he comes to believers first of all. He comes to believers. And when that believer is not ready, he looks for the person who is ready. That's the justification for calling Cyrus my anointed. There are people who are working for God, for God's agenda. They are not born again. They are not saved. But they are working for God's agenda. And God is backing them up. Why? Because of the concept that God is pushing. If God is pushing an idea on the earth, he will deliver that idea whoever is ready. If he comes to you as a believer and you're not ready, he will deliver the idea to whoever is ready. Because we need to live, we need to move. Things need to happen on earth. So he will not say, oh, because my son who is a who is a who is a, a believer is not ready i can just give it to him that's entitlement mentality and in the kingdom of god there's no entitlement mentality no there's no entitlement mentality acts chapter 17 from verse 26 it says, and he has made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on all the face of the earth and has determined their pre-appointed times and the boundaries of their dwellings so that they should seek the Lord in the hope that they might grope for him and find him though he's not far from each one of them. The science that we are running, we're, we're, we're criticizing. The length and breadth they would go in science. At the end of their scientific journey, they will find God. Ask any scientist any discovery that they've made. At the end of their scientific journey, they will find God. And then we are here as believers. We are trying to copy them and be like them. No, he's not asking us to be like them. He's asking us to be who we are. But allow the God in us function and work and operate. So that the reason you are chasing the career you are chasing, chasing the things that you are chasing, moving in the workplace, the reason you are doing all that is because you have a sense of worth and value. For the kingdom. And that's what's driving you. That's what's pursuing you. And when that becomes your innermost focus and strength. You become a useful tool in God's hand. 
than if you're a doctor or a lawyer or an engineer. Any idea that God wants to push in those establishments, he begins to look for you first. So wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of your times. So while you're getting wisdom from God, you're also getting knowledge. You're also getting knowledge. If I ask us today, how many of you know the latest innovation in your industry? What's happening in your industry? You are aware with the latest innovation. If you like food, food channel should be one of your best channels. To know what's going on. You have to know. You have to know where the future is going. Because that's how God will communicate to you. That's how he will pass information to you. If you like technology, technology channel will be one of your best channels. Because you want to know what's going on in the industry. And then you position yourself in such a way that when God is speaking, you can interpret it. Because you've had your senses exercised. So when divinity is coming, you know how to separate good and evil. You know how to do that. It's wisdom. It's wisdom. The reason is what you do has to be recognizable to the world. Not just in spiritual terms alone. It has to be recognizable. That's how the world will accept it. CNN will not call you for an interview because you can speak in tongues. They won't do that. But if you have an innovation, they will call you. Even if that innovation is to kill people, as long as it is making impact, they will call you for an interview. Because all they want to know is what, whether what you are doing is shaping culture and affecting the way we live. That's all they want to know. So when God gives you the wisdom, it's not just asking you to put it in spiritual terms alone. No. No. Pasta is, is, uh, is an Italian delicacy. Pasta, am I correct? Good. But everybody recognizes pasta. Everybody can eat it, right? Why? Because those who invented it I've packaged it in a way that you and I can recognize it. But if what you serve, what you are serving the world, is only you and your church member that understands it, you haven't started. You haven't started. So you begin to ask questions. How can what I am doing go across boundaries? How can the service that I'm providing go across boundaries. 
How can it be interpreted by people and by all nations everywhere? People in Italy can eat Amala if we package it well. Am I correct? We can get people in Germany to be eating a foriro if we package it well. Ideas, thinking, thinking, accessing the wisdom of God, accessing the wisdom of God. Even if your, your own career path is not even business, it's maybe in, um, how do they call it now? In those other kind of systems where you want to build the career in management and rise up the cadres and all that, it's the same thing. Because what they will demand of you is how what you are bringing in can shape the system of the organization. That's what they will demand of you. I did an interview a few, a few months ago. We're going to employ a representative for our Aquaibom branch. And the lady who, who I interviewed, she's, I think she's way older than I am. I don't know. But I interviewed her and um, I sat down in the office there, did the Zoom interview and I just told my, my colleagues, I said, good, then I'll take her. And they said, why? I said, because um, she has about three or four businesses she's doing. She's going to be working remotely. I've never met her. She's been working for us for about three or four months now. I've never met her. We only talk on Zoom and all that. I said, she has like three or four businesses she's doing. So when I asked her about those businesses, and she told me how the businesses were doing and, and I said okay good I said you are the kind of person that I need because you can deliver I didn't even ask her if she was born again because it's irrelevant because at that point it's not your born again they need now it's your ability to deliver so your born again would have helped you and put you in a position where you can deliver that delivery is what the world wants to see but you can access that delivery by the anointing. So the anointing is on you to deliver. They will not see the anointing. He said that men may see your good works. So it's your good works they want to see. And how would they see that good works? The anointing would have come upon you to deliver good works. So the way they will interpret the anointing is not that you are shaking. It's the good works. And when they see it, what do they do? So they glorify your father which is in heaven. So when you come and we're asking that, look, there's anointing to be released in your career. I'm telling you that there's an anointing that will deliver wisdom to you that when you apply it, they will see that good work and they will say, never a man spoke like this because of what you carry. Every child of God 
who is filled with the Spirit and has the Holy Ghost is anointed of God to deliver to his or her world a product, a service, an idea that is meant to change the face of their environment. You have to start asking God how. If you are not asking him how, the people, the organization that will push you into delivering that will never come. Will never come. Will never come. And then you will have people on the other side of the world who are exercising their senses to get to a point where they will deliver on good and evil. But you have the Holy Ghost that would enable you to discern faster. You know, I said the Holy Ghost is for you to discern faster. They can discern by exercising, but you can discern faster by the Holy Ghost. I don't know what space you are in your career this period or this season, but I sense a strong anointing of God to move people in career like a chess, moving things in career, job placements and opportunities. But I'm concerned about readiness. I'm concerned about how ready people are. I'm concerned about how well they just they want to receive it. What's the essence? Why do you want it? I'm concerned about it. Because if, if we are not taking into perspective how well we want it, why we want it, and the readiness that we have for it. If we're not taking that into perspective, that anointing will shift to those who are ready, whether they are born again or not. Whether they are born again or not, the anointing will shift. Even if God gives you a job that you did not apply for and that you felt you were not qualified for, it's just the power of God. But when the power of God has delivered, the wisdom of God now tells you, research, study. Be top in that field. Know what's going on in that industry. Because the next phase is coming. Know what's going on by wisdom. So at that point, you now begin to exercise yourself. Because the next phase is coming. There's a story of a, of a young man who I think he spent about 12 years in medical school or more. And then all his mates had gone. Every one of them had moved up, had gone. And then he graduated eventually. By the time he graduated, most of them had become... Um, the chief medical director of so and so own hospitals and things like that and he was very concerned very concerned he went to see his mentor mentor told him don't worry God will do it for you just be ready get yourself ready 
came back again. God has not done it to. God has not done it to. Sometimes some of the things we are asking God for, He's saving you from it, from the embarrassment, and just waiting for you to be ready. Because the God I know, if you are ready, comes to you the next day. It comes to you the next day. He said these things were not hidden from us. They were hidden for us. They were not hidden from us. They were hidden for us. Shielded so that those people who are discerning with, with their senses will not see it quickly. Hidden and waiting for us to arrive so that when we get there, we can get it. He said, he said, um, a child, as long as it remains a child, it does not differ from a servant. He said, why, why, why are princes uh, walking and servants riding on horses? Why will the servant not ride on horses? Because the prince does not know he's a prince. The day he realizes the prince, he will not tell the servant. He will just look at him. The servant will come down. He will climb the horse. So the day the guy was ready, he just went to see a friend in another country. The friend's uncle came in. I was discussing with them and told them that there is a UN body that is recruiting. They are recruiting doctors. When the power of God is working for you, it's working for you. Just be ready. The doctors they were recruiting was not what he was qualified for. But when the power of God is working, it's not resting on the wisdom of men. He said, let's let me just try him and see if he will and they, he went for the interview. They employed him. By the time they were done with him, when he entered, wisdom began to display. They said, ah, no. This person is more than we thought that he is. They now called him Say, we need you to speak in a conference in another country. When he got to the place of the conference and stood to speak, guess who he was speaking to? his classmates that are gone. That he was crying, God, they've all gone. They've all, where, where, are they, where are they going? See, they've left me, they've left me. We left you to where? When you are ready, you will overtake. You will recover all. See, they've gone. Gone to where? Bother yourself. Be ready. Say, God, I've been praying for this promotion since. Don't bother yourself. He has hidden it for you. Keeping it and reserving. He said, you don't worry. Just be ready. His professors in the university that were looking down on him, they sat down and were listening to him. Someone put your hand on your head. Say, I carry grace. I carry the Holy Ghost.
you need to do this period to be ready? I'm going to, I'm praying some dangerous prayers. But I, I don't pray amiss. I don't pray. I'm praying some very dangerous prayers. And I think that's the reason God is telling me that look, son, I don't want this your prayer that you are praying to just go like that. Tell them to be ready. Because when God begins to hit you with the things that he hits you with, you'll be wondering, ah, is it me? Is it me? Che, from Naira to Dollar, that's what they'll start paying you. Just be ready. You say, ah, Pastor, how is it possible? It will shock you. Just be ready. Be ready. That's the only thing. As long as you are ready, you have set your house in order, set everything in place. The power of God will move. Because what you will be communicating will not be the wisdom of men. It will be the power of God. But you are ready for it. Stand to your feet. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Ministries International. For information about Kingsword Ministries, visit us at kingsword.org for information and additional resources. Thank you for listening to this message. And remember, where the word of a king is, there's power.